Okay. So, Alan, welcome to the first ever professional or look looking professional watching a podcast. Awesome. <laughs> we had already another one during the summer, but now we are back with more lights and fancy stuff. And uh, let's it's looking good. Let's roll. So, welcome people. Say welcome to the people. Hello everybody. Yeah. Nice to be here and watching my podcast again. So, the idea is that uh, if you look on the Watchama website, there is something about change making. There are many people coming here to Wageningen with the idea that they want to change in the world or change in their own life. And uh, this summer we had uh, several deep talks with Ellen. We are almost the same age. And you know, it's very important to, to discuss and uh, you know, have some plans or see uh, the bigger picture, what can we do for ourselves or for the world to, to make some meaning of the life, of our life or you know, make it as a happy, happy party, <laughs> almost. So, for the viewers, all of you basically, I just uh, want to introduce Alan. He is from Uruguay, but he is he was born in uh, New York, and now he lives in Benacom. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, but he's Scottish and Basque, so he is like yeah. He lived already in many places like Uruguay, uh, Texas, and Costa Rica, and now he's here since two years, two yeah. and a half years. Yeah, August of 2015, we arrived. Awesome. And he's a mechanical engineer. And he loves gardening and making pizza and bread. This is close to his heart. And uh, yeah, that's what I know so far cool. in a nutshell. <laughs> the rest uh, we we going to figure out. Oh, you're gonna figure it out. Sounds good. So, what's cracking, Alan? <laughs> yeah, a um, couple of things, a couple of immediate things. Uh, I guess uh, they fit more or less into the grand scheme. <laughs> um, well, I'm doing this week, I'm doing a detox diet. Uh, I was feeling that my uh, feet were swelling up. I'm not, not sure why it was. And um, I'm, I am a little bit, uh, I don't know if afraid or, or I rather listen to my body myself than, than trying to go to a doctor just yeah. because I don't really have a doctor that I trust uh, yet. So, yeah. so even though, you know, there is a lot of knowledge and people that, that do good, like uh, I normally don't like first being in hospitals or doctor rooms. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I started a detox diet and uh, yeah, my swelling in my, my feet have, have disappeared. Uh, I think it was also related to stress as well. So um, So you just basically went vegan? Yeah, I went vegan. 
100% or almost raw any, vegan or yeah. any any other uh, any other combination with the vegan diet so uh, gluten free or whatever uh, yeah well yeah because no no yeah no no grains right now it's uh, no grains uh, only only vegetables raw vegetables and seeds and then yeah. some uh, yeah some potatoes and stuff so uh, yeah, it's going awesome. Uh, yeah, the beginning of the detox week, I felt a little bit depressed too, and I had like a couple of like interesting realizations, which were first that uh, yeah, I'm working too much, um, and kind of like losing perspective of of what's going on and kind of like the dreams that I'm pursuing right now, and um, and also feeling that yeah, kind of like like getting like a lot of emotions out throughout the day and at the end of the day feeling a little bit uh, lost uh, of where I was and emotionless as well so it's just in that the first two days the first day yeah okay the first day of, of, the, of the detox and then the second day kind of like woke up in more or less the same thing and once I ate the first uh, I ate the first breakfast with amazing food um, actually, we did like a, like a mashed squash and apple <laughs> breakfast, which is pretty awesome with some uh, canela, uh, I don't know how you say, uh, cinnamon, cinnamon, yeah. yeah. And then I started realizing, okay, because I, I was also feeling that I was putting excuses to myself that why I was not pursuing my dream. So I was like, okay, yeah, I realized that not taking action towards my dream is because I'm putting the excuse that I cannot do it because I'm too busy because I'm working too much because I'm the victim of a situation where, that, I, that I put myself in and I realize no that's not the way if I want this to if I want my dream to happen I have to work for it and I have to do steps every day towards it and and then just be excited about the way you know and uh, and then yeah so basically I was drowning myself a little bit in the idea of trying to make money uh, for the dream. But then the, the, the money making became the focus and the dream kind of like was vanishing in the, in the horizon. It uh, sounds good and I know the background but can you share uh, some, of your, some of the details of uh, what you do for work and uh, what is the dream and what is the contrast in between these two? Yeah. So, for work, I'm an environmental IT consultant. So I set up, um, I configure soft environmental health and safety softwares for companies that need to report uh, um, to to state agencies, and yeah, uh, in in all, in all those three in all those three realms, environmental health and safety, and. Uh, yeah like csr reports like a corporate social responsibility or something like that kind well, it has a different name yeah not really not really not really corporate um yeah it's more like depending on on the environmental regulations set by the country or by the state okay. then companies have to abide by them or even the, the health and the safety too so if, they, if they're like they have to report any every incident that they, that, that they have and stuff like that so we use the software so they can monitor that, all that stuff 
but basically even though yeah i enjoy i enjoy the company and i enjoy, i enjoy the people that i work with actually one of well now both of my bosses have been really good mentors to me and, and kind of like evolve as a human being as well i spend a lot of time just focused on that um it gives me so and the job has given me like location freedom because i i, I work online which is nice but it but it but it gives but it but it prevents me so this is kind of like the excuse portion as well it prevents me from um, developing my creative side like artistic creative side i guess so so yeah and that's and, and also uh i do i have less time to be active because i'm sitting down a lot now i'm more conscious about that so well and i've been but sometimes when i get in the in the, in the victim mode i i don't uh, I'm not conscious, I lose the consciousness, so, but when I am conscious, I move around much more and I take much more breaks and I'm, and, and I'm kind of like more active around the house at least uh, to, to get, keep the, the blood flowing. And to provide a contrast, what is the dream? Because <laughs> now you, you know what is the... Yeah, so the dream, the, the dream specifically right now is that me and uh, my wife Elke, we want to uh, cross the Atlantic or actually from here the Atlantic at the end of the day is maybe the easiest part but we want to get on a boat and cross the Atlantic to Costa, back to Costa Rica my wife just finished her masters and uh, you know our next step we want to prepare for this so she's from there right she's from there so we want to prepare for this trip so we want to save up money to to go for it and uh, yeah, we're aggressively started working towards the money part. I'm also taking classes of sailing to be prepared on the on the practical and theoretical side. But but yeah, maybe you forgot to mention that this this dream is uh, is got has gotten uh, bigger than that. Just to cross, uh, just to get on a boat and cross. Uh, yeah. So what was the last? Uh, in the last two, three months, there was a, you know, there was a fight for hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I don't know if you refer to, to, to the boat per se, or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we were looking, yeah, we were looking specifically at, at a boat, um, and we still are, because we had a really good connection with the people that traveled with it before, the, own, the, the current owners. And, and they, it's called Hope. And it's called Hope. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's kind of like an inspiring name. Uh, but, but yeah, also, so, yes. So, now we were, we were kind of like in negotiations of, to try to see if we could get the boat. But we, the reality was that we weren't making enough money to, to be able to give them a guarantee that... Uh, that we were going to be able to buy the boat, boat or at least in, in the time frame, that, time frame that they wanted. So now the boat is again for sale, but but, but still we, we can we we're still working towards it. Uh, but basically, what we want to combine this dream with is you know with 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 some of our our, our passions and our in our in our values, you know, which are. For the viewers, I just realized that I haven't put on the recording, the audio recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's recorded in the, in the Yeah, in the camera. Is, it's recorded, yeah. All okay, right. now, from now on, it's on. It's going to be it's nice. On. Okay. <laughs> from now on, we're going to sound smoother. Yeah, sorry, people. 
So, but uh, let's tell us something more about the underlying uh, kind of philosophy about this, uh, you know, ha having a boat or being on the boat. Yeah. Uh, you know, one reason was the dog. Yeah, exactly. The one, it was, the, our, our dog flew here and she didn't really like it in the in the plane. She had to be almost like 24 hours in the plane uh, or, in, or in her box. So it was really sad kind of thing. But at the same time, you know, we've I've been like debating this idea of like what 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 traveling means and like even like what what does vacation mean and and all these things because in 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 the vacations in some of the vacations that I've taken recently it's always like fast pace you know okay from here we need to go here we only have two weeks so we need to see as much as we can as as much as we can. And, and you don't have time to rest. And you don't have time to rest. Exactly. <laughs> then I need. <laughs> okay, it's good to be active, but uh, you know, if you are totally exhausted uh, when you got back from holidays, then then what? Exactly. Yeah. Then I, you need like you almost feel like you need a vacation at your house to rest from the vacation that you just took. And it's happened to me. Like taking like a day sleeping after I come back from my trip because I'm so exhausted of just being all over the place. So, but. Last year, or at the beginning of this year, we did the Camino de Santiago, and I realized first, like, how you can see yourself in the trip as well. Like, you see how you evolve throughout the trip. When you're just in a fast pace, you're just kind of like uh, frantically just trying to get from one place to the other and maybe partying or whatever. It's pretty much, you know, uh, <laughs> true for many people's life. Yeah. Also, not just, just for traveling, but uh, how they live their life. Yeah. Just trying to the 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 quick the, the quickness the fastness the fast pace and then when they reach a resting point there's also a lot of fast and that happens to me too when I get to the weekend sometimes I'm accelerated because of the week and also trying to fit in a lot of things that I couldn't do throughout the week let's say yeah. so so yeah this Camino Santiago gave me the 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 perspective that you know slow traveling is a way of real traveling in a way in a way and it's kind of like how our ancestors used to do too so whenever we found out that sailing back could be a possibility we started pursuing it and slowly it started becoming more and more of a of, of a reality it's kind of like the like signs started coming up for example like this boat kind of like appeared to us out of the bloom we weren't even looking for boats at the time we were considering maybe going as a crew or but this boat kind of like showed up and we had like an, an instant magical connection with the boat and with the owner. So it kind of like little things like that. Um, and also, yeah, com uh, aligned with that too is all the, all the, um, all the matter of like sustainability and like, uh, using, you know, living within our means. So like, obviously if you live in a boat, you live really within your means because you're not really influencing or using energy from like a lot of external places, you know, like now we live in our house and we're getting energy from, I don't know, we're like here from maybe some dams or from some windmills in the middle of the ocean that like also all those, like even the clean energies right now, like affect the ecosystem a lot. Like for example, if you build a huge dam in the middle of the mountains, the ecosystem of the mountains gets completely changed, you know, and, yeah. and now you don't have like, um, fishes and, and and the ecosystem yeah the, the natural ecosystem that was there in balance for a while or had, had been balancing itself out for a while is disappeared basically 
and the same with windmills you know like you have a wind farm in the middle of the ocean and like a streamline of air now it becomes a turbulent thing like very very uncomfortable for 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 birds to fly uh you know i don't know how and it's it also how these how these huge uh, windmills are designed I, I don't know if they are the most efficient uh, in that uh, that setup because they are huge yeah uh, i mean to even to to make them to to um, pr produce them yeah it's uh like a huge amount of uh, resources are needed yeah and then the transportation it's another hustle yeah and then the maintenance it's a totally different uh, story you yeah. know up there 100 meters high and uh, you know if they broke if, if they broke then they broke yeah and uh, i don't know why is it not spreading but i've seen for example some small scale uh, windmills which also mm, they can generate for a household uh, not maybe not the whole uh, energy needs yeah. what what the household need but uh, but still uh, it has much less effect on uh, the environment it can be maintained by the owner of it and uh, the other thing which is interesting that there were also these vertical windmills where you had actually the the, the access ah, was yeah. was uh, vertical yeah. so all of these uh, bearings and all of the stuff what is needed to get it rolling was uh, maintainable from just on the yeah, from yeah. the ground and also because it doesn't create a torque so you don't need such a big structure to, yeah. to hold it up yeah so these are not spreading uh, unfortunately yeah but i think i think at the end of the day the it's kind of like we are we are creative in the way like as human beings we are creative in like kind of like solving the problems that we have for example okay let's not like you know we're doing we are like creating global warming let's say or or we are like emitting more carbon emissions to, to or carbon equivalent emissions to the atmosphere um so the war the earth is getting warmer let's say um but and but basically like instead of like or looking at it as a permaculture or like a holistic view or whatever like saying like okay what's the real issue like in instead of like looking at the real issue it's kind of like okay we st we we need this amount of energy for whatever it is so let's find another source of it you know so but you know e energy is not infinite it, it's like it's it, it it changes you know it, it is infinite in the sense that it's everywhere and, and, and it changes you know if it's for money there is always a demand <laughs> and it, it should be uh, should be a end of it so yeah. you know yeah it works like that yeah whoever has uh you know i mean from the business perspective yeah. whoever has the resources knowing in oil uh, they have the resources also to put in the the green energy so you don't have to think that the the oil people we are just oh sorry our industry is just uh, stopped yeah. so so we're gonna just retire i mean they're gonna put the money in the yeah, in the windmills and maybe that's why they they promote these huge windmills yeah this i mean if you look at these windmills in the in the netherlands they are so huge that uh, it's not for one family or not for the oh, uh, yeah. small scale use However, no, we, like we, we know that these uh, even there are these not too big windmills. They were capturing the energy since hundreds of years, yeah. and it was you know back then it was uh, uh, 
a business case to build a windmill and uh, get the money uh, out of or the uh, value out of it and nowadays it's not a, yeah. a, an idea anymore to have a smaller scale windmill it's strange yeah <laughs> yeah but i think it goes it goes in hand with like how we're living as a civilization you know like why for me like why are we living so outside first of all we use much less energy ourselves like as human beings like in our bodies <laughs> but we demand much more energy from the environment which is crazy for me you know like like to supply your own your own like i'm i'm a faulty of this too you know like to supply my own uh, energy in my house like i rely on like natural gas getting pumped from the from the earth i rely on um uh electricity uh from from wind enormous windmills or or dams that are like kind of like completely changing the ecosystem like why because of me i look at like i look at the i look at like a bird like i'm like i'm like i'm cold inside my house sitting down which is, is also a problem of just sitting down all day you know i'm like cold and i'm looking outside of the window and there's a bird that is like you know a, a hundredth my size and like a hundredth the fat that i have or whatever it can, can take care of it itself it can take care it doesn't yeah. need any any change of you know but, ecosystem. but but that's the thing like uh maybe i already told you other times but uh you know i'm very fascinated of the, of the notion of uh, deep peasant ration and uh, how it has happened because uh, like even 50 60 years ago even in europe the biggest part of the uh, society was the peasants yeah and in that sense you can compare that lifestyle what they were representing to an animal because they were able to build their houses they were okay they were living in communities so they could help each other yeah they they had provide their their foods so in that sense they were totally sustainable and uh, they were n not leaving their uh, their farms for fun because but there were different uh, ec economical or political forces which were actually pushing this biggest class of society uh, to the cities to be and and now you are kind of blaming yourself but how you or we are blaming ourselves but we just uh, we have born in this situation yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. already surrounded and to understand it and to wrap your head around it you have to do some some research <laughs> and i don't know if uh, those people who live like uh, you were just saying that uh, how you don't like to travel I mean, many people live like that so yeah. they, they won't think about that oh why do i need this old stuff because they are just always to the next to the next Pushing step to for the, the next, next step. point yeah yeah. yeah yeah it's like a crazy video game in that sense <laughs> the levels yeah levels always to the next level yeah. can't can't be okay with the moment with the present moment yeah, yeah and i also see uh you know, I've heard also from my girlfriend a lot about uh, animal uh, experiments, and also I read about uh, a lot about animal experiments. And sometimes I had this idea that uh, if we j would just uh, like see from ourselves as humans from up, like from the, the god yeah, god's yeah. level, and uh, it's like also like an animal experiment. Like, oh, here put some some financial crisis here, some. Uh, religious uh, war here some famine here some uh, whatever yeah, uh, yeah. natural catastrophe yeah yeah for sure 
So, yeah, it's 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 interesting to look at the grand scheme too because sometimes you like, yeah, obviously there's we we have like powers that are manipulating. I guess it can be, but all all those powers are not really exclu- for me, right? They're not really excluded from the from ourselves because we yeah. are also part of those uh, from ourselves and yeah. from them and from themselves and like yeah. everybody's an animal and everybody has like you know bacteria and cultures and, and stuff growing within them and all yeah. of that has a brain as well so everybody is part of this ecosystem as well right so so then you know ant colonies can fight against ant colonies and one extinguish the other you know for for territory and we're in the same level of that obviously we just like right now are more visible and like at our at our our eye level we can see kind of like these catastrophes and also we are like conscious and by being conscious we can we cannot sometimes believe that like people do these shitty things or whatever yeah but yeah because you know like the average people they they don't you know they just want to have a healthy and calm life yeah but you know there are some others who who want power yeah who have some perverse uh, yeah i don't know uh, yeah and everybody at the end of the day has some because power especially if you uh, if you happen to be in a power position uh, maybe in a young age it can totally fuck up your mind yeah no that's, that's what i'm saying like even like for example fam- family like family dynamics you know yeah. that maybe like repeat themselves throughout the years like why does that happen like what what, what you know or that, that, that that maybe creates like situations that create suffering or whatever you know like why does it like between loved ones why does that happen and i believe it's kind of like just kind of like a, a survival thing like okay the family even though it struggled emotionally and it's and, and you know it suffered or whatever the family in that way was able to go to the next generation and then to the next so it, it learned a system that uh that, that helped them procreate and keep the line the bloodline or whatever you know like of like dna that is basically the intelligence of dna wanting to survive yeah which is which is weird and some but. some people or some families want to get above uh, nature and manipulate it exactly but it's also it's also because they're conditioned to that for some reason you know it's kind of like i don't know like yeah but yeah we we have a we as human beings we have like a consciousness and i think like we have i don't know at least in my sense we have a, a a duty to 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 coexist with our nature you know with our with with our with our fellow humans with you know with our fellow animals with our fellow plants with our fellow ecosystem you know and 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 try to create a, a place of, of striving where everybody strives obviously there might be conflict you know and uh yeah, and even if those who have uh, in our opinion fucked up minds yeah. They are also the creation of nature. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It They're sounds also bad, but uh, you know they are also part, part of the of game. It. Exactly, hundred percent. So and also, and maybe uh, we can also learn something also from from them. Well, also like out, out of the darkness comes the light. So yeah. if the darkness doesn't exist, then so that, no. that's why I'm I'm actually uh, contemplating sometimes if. Uh, you know, I, I see uh, these bigger systems like food systems or society, these uh, orb- urban uh, rural uh, dynamics that how can it be differently and how can it be on a more healthy way? 
to don't see that much of uh, suffering you just wonder why does it have to be like that yeah and so i have these concerns and sometimes because of what you were just saying i i wonder okay but there are some places where there is too good or very very good yeah and sometimes we hear these this oh there is a balance in the universe and it will always balance it out so maybe this is just the way it is yeah but maybe there is always you know i don't know if the the yin and yang sign yeah. is it a static thing or is it just in motion yeah well, so maybe i think it's more in the motion yeah and well it looks like it and, for and sure. maybe there are forces which are in the black side and on the white side and you know yeah we have this uh duality mindset yeah. but if you see the whole thing it's one exactly <laughs> so you need both because you you cannot actually uh, appreciate the good before uh, if you don't see or don't experience the bad exactly so that's that's my uh, kind of uh, idea behind it is of course I, I i i think it can be balanced out better to don't yeah, have yeah. you know luxury whatever too luxury stuff and too uh, bad thing yeah I think, i think we need to start using our human powers more like a human powers or like of consciousness of connection of like you know understanding you know where the real wealth is and you know yeah. like and the balance is so important yeah uh, actually that's that is what we have to search maybe that's the that's the that's what we can target to balance yeah. our, our our life yeah, yeah somehow yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, live more connected with with a place that uh, you know, live in balance with 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 your with your place, with your <laughs> with your with your locality, rather than like I don't know. Yeah, like, but th with these uh, uh, huge uh, supply chains, what you get all of the resources or yeah. food or whatever you need, or media, you, you just you just don't see actually the details. Exactly. You get uh, so disconnected. You get, you, get you get just the result. Uh, exactly. You get influenced by an, an energy that comes from yeah. you have no idea where. Yeah, but uh, you didn't finish, uh, by the way, uh, on the <laughs> on your diet uh, process. Yeah. Because I wanted to interrupt in a, on a way that. Uh, I don't know if you are uh, aware of the wording, but uh, breakfast is like breaking the fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you? Yeah, uh, I've heard of it that yeah. before. Yeah. But I don't know. Have, have you have you finished the the thoughts line uh, the thoughts about uh, about the process? Because yeah. you stuck in the first day. Yeah. Well, the first we, day already have. Yeah. So this is the third day, really, and yeah. um, now christmas and stuff is gonna come obviously i'll be more conscious of what i'm eating but i'm thinking like i'm going to a couple of dinners so i'm thinking i'm gonna eat stuff that is not uh in line with the detox <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh and maybe also drinking some alcohol like now in the detox also no alcohol at all either yeah and uh yeah no sugars no no anything just basically uh pure it's, it's pure. like a dieta can you call it like that or yeah, is it like uh, it, obviously that dieta has now um well i don't know how how it's how it's now but back in the day when i was a teenager or whatever like dieta had like a connotation of like like a very like specific thing based on a based on 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 a, on a marketing or a propaganda for example low fat dieta yeah okay. you know yeah, so yeah. like i think it still uh, applies yeah so it's kind of like or okay you can say like the paleo diet okay that's more i think yeah. it's more it's more holistic in, in a way yeah. or 
or but yeah dieta diet from yeah there. i wanted to know how is it in in this in the spanish language culture yeah, because in hungarian we had the same yeah. understanding of uh, it meant something something that you have to something bad for those who want to have this unlimited access to unlimited exactly. amount of uh, or kind of uh, foods it was like mm, it's not for me <laughs> no it's kind of like it's it's kind of like la dieta is like because you're not like comfortable with yourself and you're going to do something that is like somebody told you that is good and it's going to be a really big challenge because you're going to have like all these things that are, that are tempting you all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your, your demons your <laughs> demons and when people see that you're doing a dieta they're like oh poor people poor, poor guy instead yeah. of being like if you're doing a detox it's like fucking awesome for this guy because yeah. it's fucking probably re revitalizing his body actually so. i'm also planning to to have uh, events uh, here in the start hub yeah. uh, with Wachama or whoever will want to come for one day uh, fasting okay from meeting in the early morning maybe at six in the morning and uh, just be here around all day maybe on a sunday <laughs> and uh, yeah get a get a glimpse of what is hunger what what do we talk about i mean there yeah. is uh, many many narratives around the uh, wagoning and uh, food and hunger and we're gonna feed the world and, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, i mean i don't know how how many of the these food scientists actually have this feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. experienced uh, at all yeah, yeah get to the real thing Yeah, and it's a pretty healthy, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 true for, for one day or what's Yeah, for for one day ah. or to to have like uh, you know once in a month, like uh, two three days. Uh, they say I don't do it, uh, but uh, maybe it's for those can be interesting who who eat uh, many kind of shit. I mean, I'm very conscious about my daily diet, so if i just go for a half day or a day to uh, kind of fasting i'm already like cleansing my body because i don't have many or much of uh, toxic stuff yeah, yeah i don't drink and you know nothing so yeah what are we yeah, what are the what are the kind of like health benefits from fasting or like how does it what what does your body do uh, when you fast yeah basically what you what you have to consider i don't go into the details but uh, we constantly have this supply now from the shops and whatever yeah but we are not designed for that oh okay i mean that <laughs> if we go back that we are somehow animals there was always a kind of uh, some periods in the in the year at least days but maybe weeks when you haven't found food around yeah and uh, your body is perfectly fine with that yeah. you know they it can actually fix and use use uh, store okay. stored energy and fat uh, from your from your body and uh, it's just good yeah, yeah. and uh, if i would uh, give you the money tomorrow you <laughs> <and laughs> could buy the hope and but uh, i would i would maybe i would just uh, make a deal with the owners to okay Here is, uh, let's say, five thousand euros or ten thousand euros. Yeah. Give the boat to Ellen, and he can sail back to Costa Rica, and then the boat is uh, back to the owner. What would you do then in Costa Rica? You have lived there before. <laughs> How is the life there? No, it's nice. Well, a couple of things. First, um, 
one one thing is that like when you when you go for your uh, that, this is what i'm learning now you know when you when you when when we go for 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 kind of like our dreams and our passions you know There, there is there, there is such a thing of like kind of like following the signs and not making it hard on yourself because you know you're going you're going against the stream or you're going against the signs let's see let's say so i think that's one thing so but it's also a thing to say that if everything is easy then the result is not really cherished yeah, as you, well you cannot appreciate exactly it. so this this process of trying to make the money and kind of like learning how to sail and kind of like going all uh, all, all through all the uh, emotional ups and downs like working a lot of hours understanding that like i'm not really meant for that my physical body is not really meant for working a lot of hours you know like working yes but like i have to have a balance of work you know like i have to have yeah some brain time some challenging brain time some challenging physical time and all these things so this journey is kind of like learning process learning yeah. process like and for because it's a kind of a very entrepreneurial project uh, this getting a boat and yeah. sail and uh, you know i'm also in this startup world and i also felt i can relate to it pretty much and uh, for anyone who is uh, watching and has some nice idea and be prepared that uh, it can take at least a year but uh, most probably more years to realize those ideas and if you don't have this perspective of i'm going in there because of the process and there is a huge benefit that i learn about the world and about myself uh yeah then uh, maybe just don't do it <laughs> yeah yeah for me the biggest the biggest teaching is like have have kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel to motivate you every day like if you if if that fades away like it's hard to get motivation so keep that um kind of like keep that on um you know create it for yourself create that light for yourself but most importantly be enjoying every step that you take you know every step that you're taking towards it because the end result at the end of the day is yeah you know what, what happens after we're gonna die yeah we're gonna <laughs> die like what okay we you know I sail across I cross I cr across the ocean right okay it's an amazing experience of course and I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be loving it and suffering it and hating it throughout it as well you know it's gonna be a, yeah. a, a tough thing and I'm gonna have a story afterwards you know and a memory but but yeah afterwards you know I'm gonna go into the next thing so I'm, or I'm gonna like build up from that so I'm gonna continue yeah. in the steps of the process like and yeah and 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 so yeah so right now this is the, the 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 shining light which which now i'm re which now i'm also realizing that it's a it has now it has to be even though like it's been giving us a lot of motivation for like a lot of the work that we're doing now now i'm realizing that it's a very short-term goal very like even though it's like it started like a year ago and now it's like you know we're gonna do it for two years it's a very sh short-term goal compared to to the lifespan so I'm now trying to understand how it actually fits in the big picture, you know, like yeah. trying to see like yeah. the big, like kind of like the umbrella goal above that to to yeah. for that to be the mo to to be the motivator next, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've read some articles about many European families that they just sell their house <laughs> in Paris or where, wherever and buy a, buy a boat, and it's much cheaper for them to just live on the boat yeah. and they don't have to work than to live in uh, in a hu in a big city yeah. and uh, so 
I don't know. I don't want to suggest you to start a family on a boat, but <laughs> <laughs> why not? Then, then you, then this, uh, then it's not even that short uh, term. Exactly. So exactly. They, so yeah, it depends on if you can make it as a lifestyle or not, or yeah. how it's gonna fit. Because, I mean, it's it can be an uh, amazing journey or very amazing to grow up like that, as you know, uh, yeah, on, on on a boat. Yeah. So, so right now I know that like, uh, this, like, for example, I love, I love surfing. So, and it's something that I picked up, um, as more grown up. So I know that's going to be around in, in my entire life. I don't do it often as, as often as I want, but okay, any, we should do it uh, once in a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Every, 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 yeah, every opportunity that I have that I'm close to the ocean, I, I try to do it. At least I go swimming in the ocean because that's really what I love. That's kind of like even big, even bigger than, uh, than, uh, than, than the surfing for me. Um, the, the surfing is kind of like the physical challenge and the connection with, you know, more extreme situations. Of Did the, you learn to surf in Costa Rica? No, I learned, before? yeah, I learned, uh, yeah through through california through mexico and then eventually like in uruguay i ended up like being a regular person that stands up on a board on a wave (laughs) (laughs) obviously there's millions of levels of uh, of surfing and uh, yeah then in costa rica really consolidated because yeah there's a lot of waves and but yeah definitely don't consider i don't consider myself in the spectrum of surfers uh, a good surfer but a passionate one and uh yeah but yeah, so now the sailing is kind of like at that level too. I know that sailing is going to be with me forever, you know. I already embarked on this journey. So, but also I have other things that are like going to be with me forever. For example, like, yeah, eating locally, you know, like resourcing myself locally. Um, all, all, you know, doing my own food, like doing the breads, um, starting my old bread cultures and stuff. Um, doing the kombucha. Uh uh, harvesting local herbs for, for for medicinal purposes and 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 you know to to stay more in balance with with nature all those things have been already in my life for several years now i i kind of like put them aside because of this sailing because it became so such such a focus but those things are in the grander scheme part of my life and are going to continue being part of my life so how does this like you know burst of energy that like kind of like showed up in this year or whatever fit in this grand scheme you know so that's what I'm trying to figure out now because I want that to be my motivation not just like this narrow-minded thing you know mm. so I'm kind of like in the balance of trying to understand uh, understand where I stand on that yeah and what about Costa Rica <laughs> <laughs> no Costa Rica is an awesome place the the motivation the moti- there's a millions of awesome places in the world you know um, I feel american in the sense you know that i come from the americas so that's uh every time i go back to the americas i feel at home in a, in a way and even more latin america when i'm in latin america i i don't know there's something of it that i already feel like embraced by 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 the place so so that's one thing so it feels more like home uh i have i have been moving all my life so i don't know if i'm gonna settle down ever like i want to i have this as an idea in my brain but i'm not sure if that's really going to happen I'm not, and I'm, I'm not gonna fight it either <laughs> mm. if i'm not meant to be but also because yeah our families are there too and i want to you know uh, incorporate my family to 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 this to this 
to this life you know i've been not separate well separated geographically and far away from them for a while and elke's family is there too my family lives in the south of the u.s so costa rica is a, is a kind of like a more or less central place mm. that's why i don't say uruguay because now uruguay is really far away from from where my family is so that's another mo mo motivator to to be there and of course it has the ocean and it has a lot of you know natural places and and yeah like 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 a lot of other places in the world which are beautiful you know like even yeah well here in the netherlands you can find a lot too and in europe you can find a lot europe like i find it really like interesting because you you could actually and i think a lot of people do i just was hasn't haven't been exposed to it that much but like you could travel like by really simple means through a lot of europe you know like walking bicycling uh etc so so yeah costa rica and yeah it's an idea of like maybe settling down but yeah who knows especially if we have a boat and we suddenly get that freedom that we can move move around yeah. uh i have that with a camper I exactly camper. me too <laughs> <laughs> but now i'm thinking about the boat but i have the same daydreams with a camper as well yeah yeah i mean it, sometimes I'm, i just see on the on the highway or wherever i go there are a lot of campers here yeah. around and oh man they are going somewhere yeah they just left they, they are on the way maybe, maybe next week they will be on the south of spain or yeah. in italy who knows exactly and they're taking their house with them so yeah or uh, some of the most of these people they have their own own uh, they have their house plus the camper yeah, so I it's agree, even yeah. more luxury yeah but uh sounds good yeah uh, <laughs> and uh yeah but uh you just have the family there or you have some connections in costa rica yeah but, but well, because you you live there for yeah uh, i lived two years. two years i moved there originally with my best friend uh, dave uh, um who started karma tribe <laughs> and um and yeah and i have friends uh i made some friends when i was in university in the states i made some friends from costa rica too and then yeah El through elke i met a lot of people because you know she lived there all her life so so yeah it already feels like like a nice community you know it has it has it's a bit echo right yeah it's echo i know you know this guy uh where is it gp sears yeah the other spiritual guy yeah he goes a lot uh to costa rica okay i mean i've just seen it on instagram uh but yeah it's, it's uh, uh the weather is good i guess the weather uh, is good there's a lot of yeah green and natural things yeah there is a lot of opportunity like in that sense for to do like a lot of green projects yeah just because uh yeah the, the majority of the people concentrate in the cities and uh and yeah also what is the population of uh, costa rica i think couple like of, five million, million or million. something yeah. yeah five million six million um but yeah a lot of people pop, uh, focus on the on the on the city and trying to get like you know regular jobs instead of like being connected with their with their yeah. natural thing natural ecosystems at least like the locals it happens yeah they bit. they are um, i mean the big part of the society is sold it's still uh, today uh, uh, it's 2017 and the end of 2017 we have the internet a lot of online possibilities digital nomads all of this and still the cities have this kind of attractive yeah. uh, 
power to suck in the people yeah and uh, i mean <laughs> more parties <laughs> more parties but uh, you can also party i mean yeah, yeah yeah and what is the what is this this karma tribe about yeah karma tribe is a project that uh that was born out of uh philosophy talks with uh, with friends um and they've basically made it a reality and it's basically right now uh the the form that it's taken it's uh, an, an online platform where where people um offer to help out and anything that they enjoy that they enjoy doing and people request things that they need and uh the idea is to try to find uh matches between enjoyable things enjoy like supply and demand supply and demand yeah. without money basically yeah. Yeah. Uh, and basically yeah people doing things out of their heart because they love doing them and because they want to you know spend their time doing them just because of, because of doing them and by and at the same time helping out so yeah it uh it just went through its first uh crowdfunding campaign it went well um lots of so like they are actually if because you know we are in the startup world here so yeah. let's think about the business model yeah. or what they are actually a, a platform or a facilitator of uh, this matchmaking yeah let's say yeah exactly so yeah and uh, the 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 business model is still like in evolution uh in 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 the sense that like they've started kind of like taking the first steps to try to start making these connections and he thought that the internet was a was a good platform for this and and yeah slowly it's 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 taking it's taking it's taking shape uh, as as a business or as a project you know that uh, hopefully can be sustainable in itself you know now dave and, and and some other people are are putting a lot of their energy to to keep it running and also yeah a lot of their monetary resources as well but but yeah, the idea is that hopefully the ecosystem can like kind of like sustain itself, you know, and sustain the people that that are part of it as well. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting to see in the website uh, how like people offer to do things that they enjoy doing. There's like and the the people the things that they offer are pretty cool, you know, because yeah. people want to do cool things. They, yeah. they don't want to do boring yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. So it's uh, it's fun to just browse around and, and to look the for me the, the the main the main um obstacle that karma tribe has right now is that people don't have time you know yeah. people have the dream of being able to help out and, and and want to collaborate and stuff i think everybody has that innate yeah. but everybody's in a rush to survive in a way you know to make yeah. sure they can survive or they can have enough means to survive and like yeah. which is a weird concept you know which is a weird i find it i find it weird that like we have to kind of like for example if you want to do a, if you want to do a project you have to like sell something or you have to like you know create a product that somebody else wants you know, I know, I know. Uh, actually one a month ago exactly we had this uh, uh on conference about social entrepreneurship yeah and in the table discussions i, I listened to because we recorded all of the table discussions okay. there were nine different topics and you know the thing is that uh, people who are have these uh, environmental or social concerns of doing something good they are like so shut down when they hear about money and business yeah and uh, i also wrote it in the article i just finished uh, that uh, this corporate greed 
uh, yeah, it is. created uh, as this psychological feeling that if we talk about money or business, yeah. it is something bad. And people, even we are, I mean, we are kind of smart people a bit, I guess, um, yeah. <laughs> or a bit, little bit educated or trying to do something in this field. And even for us, it's very hard to conceptualize that, okay, business doesn't have to be uh, for extra, so, you know, business can be uh, sustainable, but there is a, I think there is enough buffer between this super uh, extra profit uh, ventures and a business which can actually, you know, make the yeah create an impact and and also create an impact and make the community running and connect people so actually uh, with one of the table discussions i came up with the idea of uh, of the csas like the you know like community supported uh, yes indeed that um, that it is actually like a short chain because then then you get the benefit anyways and if uh, if the business owner uh you know it's not uh, genuine enough then you yeah see it. yeah you see it right right away exactly. so someone else uh, from the community can It'll also get the you know and there's a more healthy competition than uh, than uh, you know compete or whatever do something with these uh, shadowy untangible forces who are like billionaires and silicon valley <laughs> and bankers and you just have this hopelessness of ah oh, Jesus. If it's uh, ah, what what can I do? You yeah. know to actually make something meaning of my life. Yeah. Also contribute to the world and uh, yeah do something what I what I believe in. Exactly. But this all of this package what I was just saying is uh, most of the time is put away <laughs> <laughs> because people have to do this uh, rat race. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you put it well. Like before, when we were talking before, like if you like, really, the money is just a, it's just a vehicle. The, the 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 problematic thing is kind of like misused power. That's what you were saying. Like you know, money is just a it's just a form of like transactional energy, and you know, and money just gets printed here and there, and, and you know, and, it, and, and it's a tool. It's, it's a, a tool, tool, and it's it can a, be used for you know. Like it's a, it's a, it's a measure. It's a, just kind of like a ruler of measuring value in a way, you know, kind of like agreed value between the people that use uses money. But yeah, at the end of the day, the 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 the, but, the bad thing is the power yeah the, and, and, and they're not really even the power it's like the misused power yeah know? and maybe it's psychologically i don't know yeah. if it's just the the choreography of this whole thing is that uh, the money has or in business has they they have the negative connotation yeah then it already discourages the people who want to do something good want to do good exactly like, yeah, I mean, like maybe that's why people with money do bad to have this negative connotation to actually scare away all of the other smart people who want to <laughs> do something good just to, because like propaganda propaganda <laughs> on the money itself yeah, yeah. Wow, that's cool. that's i don't know a, a, a weird twist yeah well that's why an initiative like karma tribe you know it's yeah. kind of like okay let's refocus and like let's, let's let's take the money out of the equation so we don't have that stigma anymore 
Yeah. But at the same time, we we, we, have, for, for we have the stigma both ways. We have the stigma it's bad, but also we can't do without it. Yeah. So that's why I'm putting a, a forward the concept of uh, social entrepreneurship. Yeah. And the CSA as a as a kind of core uh, model, yeah. what maybe uh, the Karma Tribe could also use. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. It's just an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, like. Yeah, and and then don't rely on charities. Uh, make something sustainable. Yeah, exactly. And you know, money is just you know. There are there will be the different cryptocurrencies, different ways of this exchange. Exchange. Yeah. Uh, they are coming up very soon, but till then we have to survive with with something. Yeah, exactly. So and we have, uh, to, we have to be if, in the, I, I think in the balance in the transition. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you are genuine enough and you just say that this is the situation, yeah, then uh, and and that's it. You know, like uh, even the fundraising is is for money, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to take the stigma out and then go use it. Bless the money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> get some high priest like hey give us some bless i need some for the boat i need some for the yeah. boat <laughs> but yeah, yeah at the same time like if, if if the money just shows up then there's no there's no story at the end of the day that's, that's yeah that's another thing yeah but uh, i mean if we from the beginning yeah. like kind of uh, put it on a on a corner that uh, money is bad yeah, exactly. but I mean, I I'm exactly. from the totally from the same situation. So for me, what it was a long years long process to get <laughs> here, whatever I'm now. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I came to Wageningen to study about this rural uh, uh, sociology and this whole other uh, perspective yeah. because I had already background in agricultural engineering, but. Uh, I wanted to do something good because I've seen these many many things with the food and the, and the, with the environment going bad. Yeah. So okay, the idea was that I will be here a, a researcher or doing a PhD, but I also had in mind that I want to give talks, not just uh, write papers. I wanted to give TED talks because in back in time in 2012, 13, I was watching a lot of TED talks and I. I realized, geez, man, there are much more solutions to the problems than than the problems itself. Exactly. Technically, yeah. if you, we see the technical problems and the technical solutions, and I see, I've seen that. Oh, there are real social problems. We we are like social animals, but we don't really interact anymore on a normal way. And uh, so the idea was to okay become a researcher and give talks and inspire people. Okay. But meanwhile i went into this uh, self-help uh, you know <laughs> podcasts and stuff yeah and uh, entrepreneurship came across and i was like geez man if i really want to make an impact because when i was on the side of the academia like in my mindset i've seen that okay basically all of the bad thing in the world it happens because of the money and the businesses yeah and I was totally disgusted about this whole thing. I just wanted to uh, earn a, a fair, fair money to uh, supply myself. Yeah. And I think many, many good-hearted scientists here in Wageningen and, and everywhere in the world, they choose that direction in self-realization because they also don't want to uh, 
take too much yeah or the bike. Take, take too much uh, uh, what i wanted to say that they don't want to uh, be like a very uh, vulnerable situation just to do some physical job but they also don't want to uh, go for business career and they have the talent of course because they got the higher level of uh, you know phd and professor or whatever yeah so they choose the academia to have an impact but still academia has much less impact than the business is it uh, businesses yeah if we see like what is what happens like many businesses are bigger than countries so then <laughs> yeah i was i was getting into the entrepreneurship to actually understand this mindset what what is behind the businesses because still money and businesses how what rolls the world around yeah. actually and then slowly but surely i found the the concept of uh, social entrepreneurship or you know i came up with different ideas by myself how can it be differently and uh, yeah it's a process yeah for uh, sure it doesn't come like this <laughs> but uh, it's it and worth it's still it, keep on evolving for it, sure it's worth the time to put in it to kind of uh, uh, manage and nurture your relationship with money itself yeah <laughs> And uh, yeah, if it's done, that this, that is the most part of the work. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, most of most of these people who have this in the beginning, they kind of know what is value or what value they want to put out in the world. And from the moment they realize that uh, the money is just a tool, and the value what they want, they need the ma the the money uh, to put it out. Yeah. Then yeah, it's much easier. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah yeah no there, there was a there was a, i did an interesting course in um in uh in amsterdam in the the Keuville, you know in the yeah the Keuville, yeah, yeah. yeah oh when was this uh yeah i don't know like a couple of months ago okay or, or more yeah it was just a weekend or longer yeah one yeah. one day yeah one day okay well there, it had two parts but i only did one one, one you could you could do one one the part that i did was a a course called um meaningful work and money <laughs> so basically it was trying to you know yeah. create a relationship with, with those two aspects that, that are, are a lot of time conflicting you know you get money but doing without not meaningful work and then you do meaningful work but not for money kind of thing so yeah, trying yeah. to i was going to ask you what do you what do you think like you're growing up like you're growing up experience why did it why did it bring you to 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 have a eventually like a self-realization that you wanted to do like yeah social entrepreneurship or what you know what what kind of like were your were your experiences growing up that you think shaped you like that you know because obviously it was like a lot of like little transitions uh from what you said like when you started studying in, in university from like yeah uh, agricultural agricultural engineering and stuff but before that how 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 was the evolution before that yeah before that jeez <laughs> man you want you go back in time uh, you know the when i was already when i was four or five uh in the farms in the agriculture the huge industry of farms my father was a middle manager or something like that yeah. and you know these guys who were like the, the workers the the workers <laughs> you know who who worked there uh, they were asking me 
what do I want to do? What what is my my dream to be <laughs> when I'm gonna be a, a grown up? A, a grown up. <laughs> you know, they were expecting me to say I want to be a forklift driver or a tractor driver or something like that because these huge machines and da da da. But they, they didn't uh, um, impress me at all. Okay. I wanted to be a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, more specifically, I wanted to uh, create a cream or powder, uh, which actually can, uh, yeah, bring back uh, people to life wow. when they die. <laughs> so that was, you know. Yeah, interesting. And uh, yeah, no, the entrepreneurship. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be a social entrepreneur. I like this concept, and uh, there is a lot of uh, ideas what you can take out to don't have this greedy mentality or greedy uh, approach to business. Yeah, yeah, to, to do business with thinking about the social. I think uh, the community is the most important. Yeah. If there is a community around what you do and it's a, it has a nice balance, uh, what you give to the community, uh, that that is everything. You don't have to call it social entrepreneurship or whatever. I, I just use this as a tool. Yeah. Uh, I had this uh, childhood dream that I want to do, want to be some superhero, want to do something cool, and then it was faded away, and I was yeah, uh, because you were I, I, with things. Yeah, and I was already like uh, I finished all of the school what I wanted to do, what what I started, I finished them. I was already in the Netherlands, and I was uh, 29, almost 30, and still didn't know what to do. You know, because I've seen that other guys, other uh, of my friends, they just f get their focus and get their job and all of this stuff. But I, uh, I don't, I, I didn't want to trade my my freedom for having a job what is not fulfilling me, yeah. and I also didn't want to work for a company which provides a product what I don't hundred percent believe in. Yeah. So for still, my I was twenty nine, uh, thirty, I was working. Uh, in hospitality like kind of it was also my freedom my flexibility sometimes in seasons i was working like crazy hours but yeah. then in the summer i had like two months off when i was 29 i had uh, these three four uh, very i guess i sat down and there were some uh, some goals or plans what i was planning for already many years yeah at least two three years but i think even more but I was just rolling them, rolling ah later, later, later. But when the three point three nul, like the the thirty was coming, I was like, till when I'm going to roll these uh, or f you know like push away like oh next year or. And there were many uh, other coincidences uh, just came together. Like my boss died, and the 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 winter wow. the winter company where I was working it was also bankrupt. And I just happened to be free for the winter, so that was one of the on the on my bucket list to be in the winter in a tropical island or in an island where where is it it's the good good weather yeah, yeah. Uh, and I also wanted to be more in in a Spanish speaking culture because that's already back then like since I was twenty something, even if I haven't talked or, or met with uh, Spanish speaking people. I had this. You were attracted to it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to Gran Canaria, Las Palmas, for and spent that a, a winter, and took Spanish courses, and uh, I just took for two months uh, 
every day or five times a week uh, surf lessons i didn't get to the point that i'm proud of but at least <laughs> uh, i tried it, and yeah. actually uh, last month when we went back after five years i still have my skills okay so that's good uh we sh really have to plan uh the monthly the, the with <laughs> you with you the monthly yeah the weekends, eh? yeah 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 so the uh, when i had this uh this kind of freedom yeah. in Canaria, then i went into the diet I, I, was, I, was I was trying uh, different diets from paleo to, to everything. Okay. And uh, I, I looked around my environment. I looked already the, the YouTube uh, and uh, many other sources. The yeah. why, why, is it, why is food so, uh, important, yeah. so important? And, uh, and then the pieces just got together. And I realized that there is a huge... Uh, challenge to to do something about that and it i felt that this is something that fits to me <laughs> i mean it's if you see if you see the food system nowadays or uh, this you know how it influences society yeah. it's almost too big of a challenge to do something uh, to kind of uh, steer it to the right or yeah. better direction but at least it keeps us busy but yes, you know, it's a realm to, to, to work. It's like it's like a boat, or yeah, it's my it's my boat, or yeah. but it's like a Titanic, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big oil tanker. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Sometimes also uh, the spaces when you create space in your life, you get the revelations too. Yeah. Which is nice too. Yeah, and uh, also in this process, I I realized uh, that. For example, this podcast is also nice. This was the the second thing when I was in high yeah, school. <laughs> in 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 high school, when I was uh, 16, 17, I I uh, I really liked the radio show. Yeah. And I wanted to be a radio commentator wow, for one. So, <laughs> you know, it, you know, it's getting together. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I might gonna become a scientist. You know? And also, and also, I was thinking when you were saying the the cream that like made people like. Uh, come back to life i have an alternative for that but it's later yeah, well it's like <laughs> i think like with with all the you know the the food and then yeah method you are prolonging your life uh, yeah so it's not really yeah. a cream let's say but it's a, it's a methodology yeah but yeah that's that's one thing and but if you go more to the spiritual realm it's like you you know that it's you know the the death is not how I conceptualized it when I was four or five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so cool. Cool. <laughs> I'm I'm out of words. But <laughs> I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, Le people. Le learning experience. People, uh, we're gonna see Alan other times too. So, thank you, Alan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love. I, I also love podcasts, and also dreamed about being in a, being a, an MC in a, in a radio station too. So it's this happening. Kind of like fulfilling my dream as well. It's, happen <laughs> it's happening, man. So we're gonna do regular podcasts. You're gonna be a regular guest. <laughs> awesome. And uh, you know, we need to know your process, the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need to know your process, but with the hope, if yeah. there is hope, or yeah, there, there is, is hope. No <laughs> important thing is just to take every take a step every day take a yeah. step you know and enjoy the process basically the slow traveling with the boat but translated to life like you were yeah. saying like 
get out even if even if people are in the rat race just like uh make a make a conscious effort to to slow down and uh yeah. and enjoy even the process of the rat race and then you start seeing you start seeing different perspectives okay <laughs> awesome so thank you very much thanks Charles, for having me again <laughs> ciao ciao people take care ciao